hey, welcome to the TLC Accelerator, the podcast for the ambitious female side hustler who is hungry to stand out, book out, and become her own boss. I'm your hostess, Ann Bello, biz and sales coach for the woman ready to become an unshakable CEO. I used to be an anxious, avoidant high school teacher, and now I am a stay-at-home mom while helping other women break the patterns that are keeping them broke. If your signature service could use some TLC, and that's traffic leads and clients, then you subscribed to the right podcast. So grab some water, pop in your earbuds, and let's begin. Hey girl, hey, welcome to the TLC Accelerator. It's Anne here. I am so excited that you are here because today I'm going to be answering the question that comes from the pop-up group that I'm currently running called Book More Clients, um, only available through next week. So it's going to close March 1st, 2020. Um, but this question comes from, uh, one of the members and the question is, how do I attract clients in the first place? Okay. I've got three things, uh, that I would essentially say, this is how I attract clients. Um, these are, I'm sure that you have heard of the first two. The third one, this is definitely um, like my secret weapon, essentially. When I actually follow the third one, honestly, I, I've come to expect it that within the next 48 hours, somehow a client will find their way to me. Like, <laughs> it... It makes me smile and it makes me laugh, but it's also where I'm like, yeah, no, like it's for reals. So take a sip of my fancy tea and let's get started. How to attract clients in the first place. Uh, number one, go where they are. I'm pretty sure you just rolled your eyes a little bit. Yes, actually go where they are. So if it's where you aren't sure where clients are, then at this point, you need to think like, okay, based on my experience, where do I think this person is? Trust yourself. Okay? Go to that place. Search out for this person. Um see if they are there, see if people are there like actively. Um, and just, I mean, honestly, yeah, like you are going to have to put a little bit of the legwork in. Okay. So some things to consider three questions that I would say to answer if you aren't sure where your client is. Uh, number one, where do they hang out? So this would be where it's like, do they show up more actively in Instagram? Do they show up more actively on uh, Facebook groups? Or, you know, TikTok is a big thing now. Like, 
I mean, I was wrong about IGTV, so like I get it. I'm not going to say jury's out on this one, but like jury is out of the room debating on this one. So you have to think with your person, where are they going to hang out? Okay. Second question that I would answer is where do they search for answers? Where do they go to get inspired? This is where, um, you know, where they search for inspiration, they are more likely to stay. You know what I mean? And like be open to watching long-term videos, to be reading long-form posts, that kind of thing. Um, So where do they search for answers? I would use this as like considering Google, Pinterest, um, YouTube, uh, what else would it be? Maybe even like specific hashtags. If you know they are going there. Um, and then third question, very, very similarly to the second one is who do they turn to for answers? So it could be where, you know, your person is someone who has had one-to-one clients And now they are pivoting into courses and you are, uh, let's say like a virtual assistant that specializes in launches for courses or like an OBM or something along those lines. Okay. Then those people who teach your person to pivot, you know, their one-to-one to coursework you're going to find that person. Okay. You're going to find that person, connect with that person, see if maybe you could possibly do like a training, um, so that you can show up in front of their audience, uh, answer questions in their group. I mean, it's yeah. Like there are ways to go where they are. And it's not just me saying, get on Instagram, get on Facebook, uh, you know, start learning Pinterest or TikTok, whatever it is. Man, cuss, this tea is delicious. Um, I feel like I need to be sponsored by this tea. Okay. So focusing, um, so that's essentially the first question, how to attract clients in the first place. Number one, you have to go where they are. Okay. So number two, you need to make sure that you are speaking to one person, one problem, one end destination. If you don't know what I'm talking about, this is normally heard of as an ideal client avatar, your niche, uh, your ideal client, your soulmate client, various ways to say the person that you want to work with. Um, you need to be focusing on that one person, their one pain and the one end destination that they want to get through. And you need to make sure that you are consistently speaking that message. What do I mean by consistently? I mean, every single piece of cussing content that you create needs to focus on this one person, their one pain, and their one end destination. 
if it does not do that, if it deviates from that message, then it's very possible that is why people are not seeing a consistent message from you and they aren't sure if you really like specialize in their situation. Okay. So for example, if you think about it, um, you know, usually at this time, this is where business coaches say, use their language. Yes, you need to use their language. Um, so going into real life examples, sorry, that was an awkward segue. Real life example, uh, my husband and I, we love each other. We want to stay together. And it's very easy for us to say like, uh, you know, hey, I love you. Okay. Saying I love you and like kissing goodnight and being all cute and stuff like that, that's fine. But I also know that my husband's specific love language is acts of service. He knows that my specific love language is words of affirmation. So him saying, I love you. And, you know, I don't know, maybe saying my hair looks pretty or something like that. That's, that's honestly pretty close to being enough to where I'm like, I know, I know he loves me. I know he loves me for my husband. It's where I have to remember his love language is not my love language. So I have to learn his love language, which is acts of service. And so every once in a while, taking care of things around the house, it to him, that's me showing love. Him, you know, asking me, hey, can you do this? That's where, I mean, first off, when I do it, it is where it's like, well, yes, like you love the person, you do what they ask. But for him, that's like a very specific way for me to show him love. When I say I'm going to do things, I do it. You know, it's, it's just, it's like, it's the act. It's not even me saying anything. It's just doing it. He loves it. You need to be considering that with your clients. What, or, you know, your next client, what is their love language? And even factor that in with your content. Maybe their love language is you understanding that um, they don't have time for like long form videos or with like a podcast. They don't have time to listen to hours of a podcast. So you split it up and make it in a way where it's not overwhelming for them. But every single piece of cuss and content that you create, it is clear that you are helping them by speaking to the one person clarifying their one problem and like giving them a shift to fix it. Um, and then focusing on showing like, this is also how you can reach your end destination faster in this way. Sorry, I've got allergies right now. Hence the tea. So How to attract clients. Number one, go where they are. Number two, speak to one person, one problem, one end destination. This is the third one. 
this is the one that is like the secret to honestly any client booking with me truthfully like <laughs> it's oh my gosh it it's nuts so the third one is detaching from the sale don't get me wrong sales at a foundation is a numbers game you may not like numbers and trust me like i don't really i don't really like numbers either but you do need to be tracking your numbers in some way okay it could be where you're tracking your followers and seeing you know how many people are following you how many of them you think are ideal clients and then when you reach out to them in the DMs, okay? And then, you know, obviously figuring out, okay, from there, how many of them are turning into clients, okay? Um, sales is a numbers game at its foundation, but it is also a relationship game. Sometimes it is, particularly with a signature, private, one-to-one -one service, sometimes it really is that you can prove you are the most human, especially when you are be like when you are building the traction so that you have consistent clients and you start booking out. And then at that point, you, I mean, your time is very valuable um, because you have less of it but you've got paying clients. Um, sorry, I started going down a rabbit trail. Um, it, it is a relationship game in that beginning phase, in the traction piece. And so, yes, you do need to factor in, like, how human can I show myself? Um, but it's also not so much where it's like, human with other people it's also being human with yourself it's understanding that you are human there are days where it's like you know things are things are really rough and honestly as a woman like literally your ho hormones are changing every single day so Yes, every single day can feel different. So this is where, honestly, you need to understand how to build the know, like, and trust factor with yourself. And that comes from detaching from the sale. Because when you detach from the sale... That's when you've trusted yourself enough to recognize, hey, I have the discipline that like I am going where my client is going. I am speaking to the one person, the one problem, the one in destination consistently. And I trust that my efforts will be effective. And so I can live my life now. It's, it's that quote where it's like, I didn't quit my nine to five to work 24 seven. That's essentially what the no like trust factor with yourself 
looks like, where you are able to recognize, I really don't have to push this 24-7. And that's where truthfully, like, uh, it's crazy. Like, even with myself, okay, so for like the first 18 months of my business, it well, number one, I was not treating my business as a numbers game, um, at a foundational level. It is true where it's like, you do need to have the numbers. If you don't have the numbers, then most likely that's why you're just, you're just not making the sales. So I wasn't doing that, but it was also where I felt as though like, I have an entrepreneurship degree. I know what the heck, sorry, what the cuss I'm doing. Um, so like, I'm fine. I'm good. But honestly, I wasn't good because nobody was booking with me or if they were booking with me, it was, it ended up being such a short term process. And honestly, it was Like I look back now and I think if I had built the no like trust factor with myself, yes, hindsight is 2020, but it definitely is where I feel as though success, it honestly, it really could have come faster. I wouldn't have been spinning my wheels 18 months into business and feeling as though like, wow maybe I actually am a failure. Maybe I actually am an imposter. I have a degree in this, like paid good money and uh, nothing. So building the no like trust factor with yourself is understanding who you were before you started your business. All the stories that came up around you, usually, honestly, like look at who you were as a student. Start there. Because for me, that's where I saw the most stories around my success that I was using in business that made it very clear why I was not booking clients. I was the student who was brilliant, but lazy, procrastinator, Um, not so much a perfectionist, but it was almost where it's like I could plan, but I was afraid to start because then I did have the potential to fail. So my blend of perfectionism. If I had paid attention to that, then I would have been able to recognize, okay, this is who I am coming into my business. This is not the person that I want to be running my business. So I would have been able to recognize faster that I need to become someone else. And truthfully, yes, Hindsight is twenty twenty. Um, whatever is meant to be will be. And the pleasant, the unpleasant, it will all happen in its timing that it needs to happen. And so it is where now I'm able to recognize the person that I needed to become was someone who was unshakable. 
somebody who, yes, like I can, I can be in the eye of the hurricane, which is entrepreneurship on a daily basis. I can feel the wind. I can feel the power. I can feel like just the amazing abilities that come with being your own business owner. But I also have it where in the eye of the storm, it's calm. And it's, it's actually like clear. And it's something where like you understand this is the direction that I am going. I see all of this. I observe all of this. But I am the piece of this hurricane that is driving the power. I needed to become that unshakable CEO. And honestly, with my clients, it is where they also need to become unshakable CEOs. They've had it in the past where it's like, you know, I know what to do, so why am I not doing it? Or it's where, you know, they book a client and then they finish the client work and then suddenly they're like, oh my gosh, I need another client. And they start this whole roller coaster of like clients, no clients, clients, no clients, clients, no clients. And nothing ever feels consistent. It's always where they're wondering like, why isn't anyone booking with me? Oh, well, maybe it's my service. So I need to change my service. Maybe it's my website. Oh, I need to change my website. Maybe it's, maybe it's all these various different things. But honestly, honey bun, it is none of those things. It's you. It's the stories that are running around in your head that are driving your current reality. Someone on January 1st who says, I'm going to lose 50 pounds, like me. <laughs> I know this is a podcast, so you guys can't see it, but um, I've been eating a lot of ice cream since David was born, so I do need to lose 50 pounds. I can absolutely have it where I tell myself, okay, we are going to do these things. We are going to work out. We are going to eat salads. We are probably going to do intermittent fasting and whatever. I can do all those things. Or I could say like, okay, I'm going to have this fancy scale or like I'm going to have this Fitbit and that's what's going to make it where then I'll do the things and then I will be the person who has lost 50 pounds. And honestly, knowing from my past experience, I'm sure you could even say from your past experience, if you've ever needed to lose or gain weight, that that's never worked out long term. You may have gotten some success or been able to like really push through, but it didn't stick and you may have actually gained back the weight if it's specifically this. And so this is where you have to begin to think about yourself in a different way. Who is the person who will attract your next client? Look at their habits. Look at their routines. Would you trust that person? Do you want to know that person? Do you like that person? 
That's who you need to become. That's where you need to see, okay, with who I am right now, what are the stories, what are the thought patterns that are running through my head? Where do I need to begin to take the steps every day to become closer to becoming this person? Because when you do become a new identity, you break patterns of procrastination, perfectionism, analysis, paralysis. It makes it where it's like, honestly, like tonight, my husband asked like, Hey, do you want Girl Scout cookies? And I was like, yeah, I want them. But I know being the person who has lost 50 pounds, like their journey towards that, they did not eat Girl Scout cookies. And I'm okay with that. And that's only possible if I knew this is the person that I am becoming. This is why I am becoming that person. And then because I be, I do, and then I have. And it's honestly where it's like the having... With the having, it's not so much where you are saying, like, I need a client, because in some ways that's almost dictating the how you are saying you need for a feeling. So begin to really think, okay, who do I need to become that would just like attract my next client? Okay then do the actions, do the habits, do the routines that that person would would do. And then it's where you will suddenly realize, you know what? Even if it's not where like a client comes through, it's where I have financial security or just honestly security. It's where I have joy. I have more confidence, um, less overwhelm. Um, it's just, it's in general, your life feels more whole. And that's the piece that honestly, every time I feel as though I've got some swirl inside of me or just where I'm like, I don't know what direction to go. It's that third piece. I am attaching myself to the sale too tightly and it's time to detach, to surrender from the sale. And honestly, when I do that and I honestly, I can feel it like when it's officially like, no, we're, we're good. <laughs> I don't know how it's going to happen, but like, Hey, it's all good. Um, when I'm able to do that, that's, when the client is able to like catch up with me and say, Hey, I'm interested. We need to get on the call right now. So if in this whole process, listening to this podcast episode, first off, thank you for listening. Um, if it's where you are saying like, look, and I need to get on this magic train, like whatever you were talking about here, like I was feeling it. Um, first off, 
I would love it if you would share in your Instagram stories, just a quick takeaway with the podcast episode, um, share a screenshot. That would be just amazing. And tag me, um, at the Ann Bello link is in the show notes. Um, but I also do want to let you know, I have one spot available for 30 day coaching starting in March, 2020. Sorry, need some more tea. So if it's where you felt as though like, yes, something is speaking to me in this moment, in this podcast episode, then you need to head to the 30 day coaching application. Um, 30 day coaching, it's essentially four 60 minute weekly calls. You have unlimited Voxer in between. You will get the recording of those calls and my notes for the calls. Um, But it's where if you are ready to understand specifically why people are not booking with you and you want that question answered and like adjusted in the next 30 days, if you want to build the traction to book one to three clients in the next 30 days, um, and you want to dissolve the patterns of procrastination, perfectionism, paralysis analysis, um, imposter syndrome, just all of it, whatever your blend of sabotage is, if you want to dissolve those patterns that have kept you stuck in the past, then you need to fill out the application for the 30-day coaching. If you go to my website, annbello.com, that's A-N-N-B-E-L-L-O-W.com. If you head to my website, you'll be able to uh, head to my work with me page and we will get, uh, it'll have the application on there and we'll be able to talk in the DMs and see if, you know, getting you started in March, if that's possible, if that spot's still available. So head there now, if you are interested, get your application in and, um, I will talk to you very, very soon. Okay. So how to attract clients. Number one, go where they are Two, speak to one person, one problem, one in destination three, detach from the sale. You got this girl. Have a great day and I'll talk to you later. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of the TLC accelerator. If you liked what you heard, and I know you did girl, then leave me a nice comment on your Instagram stories with your one takeaway from the episode. You can tag me at the Ann Bello on Instagram. If you are interested in private biz and sales coaching with me so that you can become your own boss this year, then head to www.annbello.com slash becoming to let me know you would like a free application. And like all the links in this episode, the application link is in the show notes. I'll see you on Instagram, girl. Bye.